0: we The play session that almost didn't happen. I will explain what that means shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of FPS. Cassidy is an ever-growing lifestyle site that allows you to connect more easily than ever before with other like-minded, sexy people. If you are looking to dip your toe into the lifestyle, Cassidy is a perfect place to go because not only can you find other lifestylers on there, but you can also find a ton of resources like their communities and their Forums, a great place to chat with people and share ideas. I just love Cassidy's features and I think you will too, which is why you should head to our website, FrontPorchSwingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. When you do that, again, you're going to get an entire month of free Cassidy services by heading to FrontPorchSwingers.com and clicking on the Cassidy banner. It has been a fun week. It's been a great vanilla week. It's been kind of sexy. Some, A few sexy things have, have happened this week. It's
1: Which... everything from psychic mediums to a little naughtiness to <laughs> some vanilla activities to you traveling, traveling. Yeah, of course. There's always that.
0: Damn, when we put it like that, I'm like, this has been a fucking crazy week.
1: Yeah, I actually forgot when you till you mentioned it that I was out of town. I was like, fuck. It seems like it was so long ago. So <laughs> it was a week ago exactly today. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. I can't even keep track. So anyway, yeah, it's been a it's been a hell of a week for sure. We also learned once again rookie mistake why we don't go on the Strip in Vegas.
0: Oh, God. What why do we do that to ourselves? What a fucking disappointment.
1: Oh, God damn. I'm not going to mention the place. We don't ever do that. Reach out to us. We'll tell you if you're coming to Vegas and you're planning on uh, hitting some of the fucking strip places, bars, restaurants. We'll tell you where the experience was that we that we had that was just not fucking great. I- I'm so disappointed. It was
0: yeah. shitty. It was yeah. a shitty experience. And the Strip sucks. It's where dreams go to die. I don't know why anyone spends time on the Strip if you live here. I don't know. I get it if you're traveling in, right? Like, that's oh, probably sure. why you're here is to be on the Strip and experience it. And that's yes. great. But if you live here and you're going to the strip, why? Why the fuck are you yeah, doing
1: Yeah, You know, I found myself caught up in the idea that this place was opening up. I knew you would like it, or at least I, I knew that you'd like the concept. So I wanted to take you there. It was, had all this fucking hype and we get there and I was f- fucking pissed off. Wow, what a terrible, terrible experience. <laughs> Ugh, it was brutal. Anyway,
0: so. so we don't have to do that again and that actually followed an experience where we went to a psychic medium brunch.
1: Yes, once again. Which I think again. only
0: happens here in Vegas. Like, well, where Where else do things like that happen?
1: I don't know and once again, I really thought <laughs> you would enjoy it. <laughs>
0: so, so. This is funny. So you <laughs> come to me and you're like, oh my gosh, I have a surprise for you.
1: Well, well, well back up. Hold on. You got to back up. <laughs> okay. The reason I... I we got to be honest about why I thought you'd enjoy this because m- like a lot of people who listen, know you act like a child. Sometimes you're like seven year old Brenna. Occasionally you're like, Hey, <laughs> let's do something fun. Let's go do this. Or let's do some fun. Let's go do that. And it's something absolutely ridiculous. And you do it just to see my reaction. <laughs> and one day you're like, Hey, let's go, let's go to a psychic. I'm like, absolutely not. And you didn't, you weren't really serious, but I knew that if I had said yes, you would have gone.
0: Oh, a hundred percent.
1: So uh, of course uh, this thing pops up on one of my <laughs> social media feeds. It's Coming to Vegas, or it's coming back to Vegas. Apparently, it's been here before. I didn't know. And it was a brunch. With psychic mediums.
0: Okay, but there's a big difference between psychics and psychic mediums. Yes, very different. Okay, psychic mediums talk to dead people. I don't want to talk to dead people. That's
1: creepy. Well, I got it, but I thought, fuck it, it'll (laughs) be fun anyway. It was very, very different from what I thought it was going to be. Everything from the way it was laid out to kind of where we had to sit and all that kind of stuff. It was a little, it wasn't exactly what I was expecting. So yeah, we did that, (laughs) which was not a phenomenal experience, by the way, and fucking expensive. So again, Hey, uh, you you
0: live and learn. We did it once. We will literally never do it again. Don't have to. I think the reason I was interested in going once I got my mind around potentially talking to dead people was, I'm interested in this stuff. I don't believe in it. I am such a realist that if I don't experience something for myself, I'm not going to fucking believe it.
1: Well, I'll say this. There were definitely some moments there that were uh, I mean, it it shocked me for sure. The one poor guy that, you know, the guy was working. He was employed uh, at the place and some one of the psychic mediums got a, you know, I don't know, whatever they get from the feeling uh, or a reading. They
0: get a message from the spirit
1: world. Yeah. And this guy's day was shot. I mean, they he was not expecting to have happen what happened. I told you that when I came, at one point I said to you, I said, okay, I don't know how real this is, but I can tell you that the interactions are real because I went into the men's room and this guy was on the phone in the men's room and he was in literal tears telling the story of what had just happened to someone on the phone. So there was no question that his experience with this was was legitimate. It, it, it blew the guy away. So I don't know. I guess there's some legitimacy to it. I was just disappointed because it wasn't exactly what I had thought it was going to be.
0: Well, I'm never going again. So no. it doesn't Oh no, we're not. <laughs> I don't need to talk to dead people. We That's don't need fucking to, We
1: don't need to do that again. <laughs> but and we also don't need to go back to the strip to the fucking place we went to, which was absolutely ridiculous. I'm so fucking irritated by it.
0: Yeah, our Sunday was not I'm
1: really I'm more I'm angry at myself. Really. <laughs> for falling for it is what it is for
0: the strip bullshit I'm
1: like oh it'll be Sunday it'll be fun we'll do the the psychic medium brunch and then we'll go have a drink at this very cool place that just opened up with all this fucking hype and we get there and I'm like what the fuck is going on here yeah, yeah I'm very disappointed
0: tourist traps are all over this fucking. it's a
1: real thing don't yep. fall for it reach out first we'll tell you
0: <laughs> we also did some other fun stuff this week like for example you went out for drinks with Susan I did and you guys kind of outlined a plan yeah
1: so first of all I always enjoy having drinks with with Susan. She is just a blast to, to talk to, and any chance I get to have that, you know, straight up vanilla time with you know one of the, the single gals I'm playing with, I always take I I take advantage of it because they're just awesome, and I enjoy talking to them and just kind of knowing how they're doing and what's going on, and it always fuels our play at some other time because it's like you know Susan and I are sitting at this very cool, sexy bar. You and I have been there a number of times, and you know it's dimly lit. It's kind of all the the masculine woods and color and the kind of a little bit of jazz going on in the background. And it's a bourbon whiskey bar, you know, scotch bar. So we're just sitting there at the bar, and, you know, there's a little bit of very light touching going on. She'll touch my arm or her my leg, or I'll do the same or whatever. But, you know, we both know that we're just having drinks. We're not going anywhere after this. It's just she and I meeting. And so there's always a, a very cool kind of component to that, I think.
0: It's building up that anticipation for you guys to be fucking naked together again.
1: Yeah, and as it turns out, uh, the next time she and I, apparently, Hopefully, hopefully will be naked i'm going to spend the night with her at her home
0: this is like a big fucking deal i do want to say it was mostly my idea
1: it was your idea i think (laughs) it was 100 your idea actually
0: yeah it was i think the reason that it makes sense is because we want to work towards that being a normal thing in our relationship not that we want to spend a lot of time away from each other but if we're going to date other people if we're truly going to dive into the world of polyamory that it has to be a part of it. Yes. But the first time, I don't want it to be with, you know, just some random person. I want it to be with someone that I trust, that I know, that I, I know you're going to be having a great time with. That's a big deal. Well, like, if you're spending time away from me, I want it to be positive.
1: Yeah. And also, it's, you want me to do it first and here, because at least you'll be at our place, you know, where you're safe and you've got everything you need and you'll be more comfortable. And... I
0: can masturbate. I can get in a bubble bath. I have lots of opportunities available to, yeah, to you keep can... myself preoccupied.
1: Right. And if it should anything happen, you know, I'm 25 minutes away. Right? Right? So th- that's kind of where this is all at. And again, we super appreciate Susan for who she is and and I just enjoy her company. We we definitely trust her as much as anybody. And so it's just going to be a I think a very easy transition. In fact, I think I even said it to her, it might be a little bit disingenuous. I don't think it's going to be a great representation because it's going to I think it'll be so easy for us. You know, oh, it might—it might, it might that's be very
0: optimistic of you. Yeah,
1: I think it might be. <laughs> obviously, there's going to be a little trepidation there for you and I. We're just not used to that, but at least I don't think—I don't think anyone's going to pull the ripcord on this. No, right? I don't think so. I, I don't see that happening because of all of those components. We are still in the same town. I'm only 25 minutes away. This is someone that we both know very well
0: and like. Yeah, I, I like her.
1: Yeah, and there, so there's very little risk involved. Yeah, right, and that—that's the whole thing. So without the you know, with by mitigating the, the risk, I, I think it's gonna be a little easy for us. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So, anyway, it's happening. It's going to happen soon.
0: That's happening, people. So, stay tuned for that.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be making her breakfast and we're going to a hockey game. She and I, she got us tickets to the Knights game, which was very cool.
0: That's the only thing that I'm butthurt about. I'm like, what the hell? I don't get to go to a hockey game.
1: <laughs> well, what the we're the going hell, to. Man. Yeah, that's the one thing you and I have not been to yet. But yeah, I thought it was very sweet. She planned a whole date thing. And, you know, yeah, look, I-, I want her to enjoy it as much as I want to and as much as you want to enjoy the experience. So, I can't wait to do it. It's going to be fun.
0: Yay. We also have a lot of really fun stuff coming up.
1: A lot of stuff.
0: For example, Wednesday, I'm not going to say with whom, but I am having, I think, probably a pretty unique and special experience with a person that you guys have heard about on the show before.
1: For sure you are. No and doubt. And I'm
0: really excited for that. And we're actually going to spend some social time together before we bang. I'm assuming we're going to bang.
1: <laughs> uh, probably. My money's on banging.
0: So yeah, stay tuned for that. I'm really, really excited for that.
1: Yeah. I'm. Well, I'm just looking forward to seeing him again, honestly, and having a conversation with him. We have to catch up a little bit. but Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. We're going to go or you guys are going to be at a place that you and I are very familiar with and have been to a number of times. So, yeah, it's going to be a good time.
0: And then the following day, we have a real Hot Wives of Las Vegas party and we have a ton of people coming in for that.
1: Yeah, from all over. We Uh, have our
0: Utah friends coming in.
1: Yeah, Iowa, Utah, Florida, everywhere. Yeah, the Accidental
0: Swingers will be in the house for that, which I'm very excited for. All four of them will be with us. Yes,
1: yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. One of those hot wife of Las Vegas parties, It's that's really just like a reunion for us. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, I love when that's the atmosphere that you walk into as well. Like, it's a bunch of friends. It's a bunch of people you really fucking like. I will say, though, you are also going to have both of your play partners there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yes, I am. As a matter of fact, that's interesting. I am absolutely going to do that. That'll be... Yeah, that'll be unique. That has not happened yet. No. No, the only time I'm typically with like all of you at the same time is at brunch or something.
0: Social time.
1: Yeah, yeah. this not is going to be very time. different. No, no, <laughs> we've never been in the same room at a play party together. She. We've been separately. Susan's been to some events and Jade's been to some events, but never together.
0: And you're going to have two uh, play partners from out of state there as well.
1: Also, very strange. So, I yes. mean, what are
0: you going to do? Have like a reverse gangbang, get them all four <laughs> together?
1: No, I don't think that's a thing.
0: Could you imagine yeah, that's probably you trying not a to thing. orchestrate that? You would never in a million years. No,
1: no, no, no. That is, no, not my jam. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Can't. but what
0: does that look like? Are you going to play, do you think?
1: Uh, probably not. Yeah, I would no, think. No, probably not. I'm going to be super social and just kind of, you know, bounce around and, and just be as available as possible. But yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a thing.
0: Yeah, I would think not. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot going on.
1: It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and yeah, I don't know. I I want to get everybody together. I want them to meet each other. I want their, you know, I want, I really want everyone to be like, oh, I finally got to meet Susan or I finally got to meet this person because a lot of them, while they know of each other, have not met each other. Right. And I'm, I'm always excited to put those people together.
0: I think that's our favorite part of the lifestyle in general at this point is like connecting people and helping people make connections. Yeah. And I mean, we've helped people make like lifelong friends. We've also helped put <laughs> couples together.
1: We have put a couple together for sure. They will be there as well. I cannot wait to see them. Oh
0: my gosh. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah.
1: Coming in from Virginia, yeah, it's a big fucking deal. We actually did, uh, we were accidental matchmakers. It was not the plan at all. But yeah, we were uh, accidental matchmakers, apparently.
0: Yeah, I love that for them. So yeah, we just have a ton of freaking cool people coming. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, it's always nice to do that. And with any luck, with any luck... Today, potentially, we will have some Podbash 2023 news.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah,
1: this is going to be very different from the two years past, and I cannot fucking wait to do this a little bit differently.
0: I just like when we do different things in general. I feel like you and I are the type of people that never want to get stuck in a rut. We, no. you know, we're typical Aquarians in that way, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I'm not interested in repeating the same thing over and over. I just want to do it different. I want to do it better. I just want everybody to appreciate having a great fucking time. And yeah, I, I, I'm hopeful that we're going to have some determination on this today.
0: Exciting stuff. So stay tuned for that, guys.
1: And this week's going to be a little naughtier probably than last.
0: Oh, it's going to be naughty.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of crazy, sexy shit that's going to be happening. Actually, within the next, well, really the next 30 days. Because next month, you've got some wild shit happening during AVN.
0: Oh my gosh, that is really shaping up to be some naughty stuff. I've been talking to a guy about a scene, and I don't want to spoil it, but I will say this will be the first time I've ever done anything like this if it if it pans out. Right. And it's going to be fucking kinky and dirty and yeah,
1: naughty. That does not surprise me and at all.
0: I am so fucking excited about it. I've been like masturbating about it. That's how hot this whole thing is.
1: Wow, I had no idea. That's interesting.
0: And it, it really is rare for me at this point to try something completely different. Different. well you know what I mean like I do so much with so many different people and I've been in the BDSM world and I've been in the swinger world I've done the group sex thing there are very few things that are left kind of on a bucket list for me
1: well same but it's always unique because eventually without even trying something like that just pops up yeah it's like oh well, this Yeah, this sounds like a great fucking idea. I hadn't thought of that. Let's just go ahead and, you know, Yeah, it lands in your lap
0: and you're like, I probably wouldn't have set that up for myself, but I'm totally fucking down.
1: (laughs) Well, actually, it reminds me, kind of like what we did Friday night. We met with Nick and Nicole and we went to a local meet and greet.
0: Yes, a lifestyle meet and greet.
1: Lifestyle meet and greet. Yeah, we, okay, so... We have been asked to come to this thing for months now. And unfortunately, it's held on, like, Fridays on a certain time of the month. I don't really know the the, the specifics. But anyway, we're never here. Right. So we just happen to be here when this thing is happening, we happen to be in town. And uh, Nick and Nicole wanted to go as well, so we went. I was pleasantly surprised.
0: Me too, I thought it was a good crowd. Everyone was super friendly. I mean, we've been to Las Vegas meet and greets before and it kind of falls into one of two categories. Either you walk in and everyone already knows each other and it's very kind of cliquish and weird, Or you walk into the room and it's like, a you know, it's not a great crowd. Like, people aren't dressed well and... Or it's
1: full of tourists that don't get it or give a shit, you know. People
0: are in, like, fucking dirty t-shirts and you're like, wow, we're supposed to be, like, networking in the lifestyle and you look like you, you know, just got off the thing. Well,
1: you just rolled out of bed, put on whatever was closest. Yeah, this was a different situation. There were some folks from out of town and there were some locals and there were some people that knew each other. It was a really nice mix. A a really good crowd. I was very, very surprised.
0: Everyone was so Oh, nice we made friends i think
1: yeah i got a, a lovely lady gave me her number on the way out the door so <laughs> she, she was
0: very forward i loved that of her she was
1: a lot of fun and she sent me a text message yesterday just making sure we had a good time and asking how our weekend was and so yeah. asking
0: how your cock is yeah, she, didn't ask that. That. <laughs> she
1: didn't ask that she didn't ask that but oh okay yeah but she was lovely I, I, it was a really nice kind of uh event i w- again i was a little bit surprised you know i don't know why I, well i know why i was surprised the the location that this thing was held in was a little bit suspect to me because of the the resort that it was held in. But, unfor- but unfortunately, we had a terrible experience there once. But this was very nice.
0: Yeah, it was great.
1: Yeah, it was very cool. So I look forward to doing a little bit more of that. It's one of those things that you and I talk about doing. And then we're like, OK, we're going to do it. And we're two hours out. It's like, do we really want to do this? Or we're really going to do this? We're fucking
0: horrible at that. Yeah,
1: we need to just pull the fucking trigger. Next time we're going to go. If if we're in town, when this thing is happening again, we're going.
0: Well, the reality is, and you would not guess this from listening to the podcast, I would think, we are super homebodies. I love to be home. Same. So when when the idea of like, okay, we have to get dressed, I have to do my hair and my makeup and we have to drive and sit in traffic and we have to park. It's like, oh my God, let's just stay home and have sex and watch shitty TV.
1: Yeah, I would so, I wish we could do all the things that we do, but do it from home.
0: Right? Wouldn't that be be wonderful? Everyone just comes to us for everything.
1: Yeah, just bring it all here. (laughs) I would be totally fine with that. Yeah, it sounds like, and and a lot of people think like, oh, well, you know, you live in Vegas. Surely you're out fucking tearing it up every night. No, 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 no. That's not the case at all. And we're we also usually, don't
0: gamble. <laughs> no, not at all.
1: We usually, it's all torn up by 9 p.m. and I'm in the fucking bed. <laughs> right. that, that's about it. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I would really like to do more stuff at home. Unfortunately, no one's bringing it to us. We got to go get it. Yeah. So, but yeah, listen, like I said, very fucking impressed with it. I would absolutely do it again. And I like the people that hosted it. They were very sweet.
0: Same. It was a great experience.
1: Yeah. I'm. Uh, you know, we have to start doing more of that shit. We say it, we just. Yeah, we just don't, and now we yeah, have to. Yeah, we just to.
0: need to nut up and get our asses off the fucking couch.
1: Uh, yeah, pretty much.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> the thing is, we work hard. So when All we're day. done, I'm like, my brain is off. Yeah, It's I fucking shut off.
1: Yeah, I don't even want to think anymore. I literally don't want to think. I don't want to make a decision. I don't want to f- read anything. Like, I, I just don't want to do anything. Yeah. But we have to start doing it, and that's a perfect example of why, because it was a great fucking time. And uh, honestly... If we had stayed a little longer and we were with Nick and Nicole and we had plans to go out and have drinks afterwards, had we stayed a little longer, who knows how many other people we would have met. I mean, we met a number of folks that we'll definitely see again. Heck yeah. So it was good. I enjoyed it.
0: All right. So I want to move on to single guy tip of the week, but it's in conjunction with a conversation that you and I were having this morning and a conversation I had with a guy that I thought would be worth having here as
1: well. I have... train wreck tip of the week single guy train wreck tip of the week this isn't really a tip I'll talk about it it was an experience that an amazing woman had that I had the opportunity to meet this weekend she and her husband and they told me the the most insane story yeah th- not so much a tip because if you think this is a good idea you have no fucking business Honestly, being in society, let alone in the fucking lifestyle, oh, single or otherwise,
0: good. All right. Let's so
1: this is a couple. Again, I met them just the other day, a couple of days ago. They were in town. They they live not relatively close. They come in town once a month. They are fucking amazing. I really enjoyed meeting them. L and J. We'll go with that. That's what we'll call them for now. They're they're just super. And we literally met to meet for a drink to get to know one another. And so it was really kind of nice, right? It takes all the pressure off. You could just be yourself and relax. And and it was really nice to just connect with them. And we were. We're talking about the single guys, obviously the different spheres in the lifestyle, they are a hot wife couple. They've had an open relationship for, for many, many years. And in this particular case, she was vetting this guy. And I think actually they both had done a little vetting with him and they felt relatively comfortable. So the t- she was going to meet this guy by herself uh, at a bar or a restaurant. And unfortunately, they got there, and as has happened to you and I many times, place is packed. They can't get in, right? There's oh. nowhere to sit. So she says, look, we're not far from a park. Why don't you jump in my car? We'll take a ride over. We'll walk around. He says, okay. She He gets in her car. They drive to the park. As they're driving, the guy pulls out his cock and starts jerking off. What? just out of nowhere while they're driving she's talking he's stroking his cock as they're driving down the street
0: oh my god so
1: naturally she pulls into the park she's like what the fuck are you doing and and he was very surprised apparently that her reaction wasn't delighted like she wasn't super fucking happy about this <laughs> Uh, could you imagine how scary that must have been for her well listen you're alone Some shouldn't fucking... meet a guy at a park uh, well no she didn't meet him at a the guy park. to a park well no but again they both vetted him she he was who he said he was supposed to be they met went to a bar couldn't get in and she's like fuck it we'll just walk around the park and you know just get to know one another It was very innocent and from that perspective they weren't she wasn't planning on banging the guy under a tree <laughs> you know right. so but come on listen
0: that's horrible i would freak the fuck out I I would lose my damn mind
1: if as a single guy that thought has e- any fucking guy if that thought has ever crossed your mind you should slap yourself there is no fucking good reason i actually said to we were laughing because they listen to the show and because i say it all the time if you s- if you open up a line of communication digitally with a dick pic you need to be the same person that is prepared to walk up to someone that you've never met in a public place and just drop your pants
0: well this is the guy
1: he's the guy this is the guy that apparently, <laughs> he's the anomaly. This fucking guy.
0: The guy that you have been talking about not existing for
1: He is years, a real person. Exists. Yep, I, we have met the the Sasquatch. That, oh th- that's who this guy is.
0: You stand corrected.
1: Unfucking believable Could you imagine how, I mean, she was completely freaked out, obviously. I'm sure. But how do you fucking, there's no coming back from that. I would have punched just, him in the face. I, you just pulled your cock out in the car while I'm driving. Unsolicited. Like, are you fucking serious right now? Yeah,
0: and I think that's also a perfect example of, extreme misogyny in not understanding how incredibly unsafe that would make a woman feel in that situation.
1: I can't even imagine. It's the first thing I said to her. Like, I said, you had to absolutely think this guy, I mean, he's a fucking predator. You're a predator is what you are when you absolutely. behave that way. She, yeah, she was not fucking pleased at all. Obviously they never talked to that fucking guy again, but I, I just, I mentioned to him, I said, I, I have to share this because it's so fucking egregious. That
0: is shocking. I,
1: I'm blown away. I have never heard of anyone doing that before. That's, wow. that's the first that poor sure bucket. it's happened I've just never heard of it but that guy exists the guy who's willing to drop his pants apparently uh, he, that guy's a real person yeah fucking crazy
0: wow that's yeah. horrible I feel so bad for her me too <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about the conversation I had with the gentleman on Instagram.
1: Yeah, it was interesting.
0: Yeah, so it's basically the gist of it, and I asked his permission to talk about this. He had been in the lifestyle about a year ago. He had two kind of experiences. He went to multiple events, but only played twice. Right. And both times, the husbands wanted to be in the room and watch him with their wives. And both times he was unable to perform. So he just took a step back from the lifestyle altogether because he assumed that that meant he wasn't right for the lifestyle, right? Like, sure. he, in his mind, what happens is the husband wants to sit there and watch so he didn't think that he could participate in the lifestyle anymore and then he started listening to our podcast and basically reached out to see if we were the anomaly or if it's something that's pretty common in the hot wife space and that was really interesting to me because I think it was proof that a lot of people have these misconceptions about the hot wife lifestyle right they watch porn or they talk to the one worst. person about their experiences they have a friend who had done it a couple of times and that is their only reference point and so they assume that everyone in the hot wave space wants the same thing.
1: No doubt about it. And, you know, we hear from a lot of guys that have these terrible, horrific fucking experiences that they, you know, they deal with couples just like couples have them with single guys. Single guys have just as many horrible fucking experiences too.
0: I would argue worse because they don't have a partner as backup.
1: For for sure. It's also a lot of times where a single guy is very much willing to do whatever is asked of him. Right. To be included. And, And that's just a fucking terrible way to go. But yeah, that's... Yeah. You and I talked about it. I have not had a situation where a couple has reached out and I have participated in such a way that the husband was present or took part or anything like that. And so, as I told you, for me, it's, uh, you know, you asked what the percentage was or what I thought the percentage was of people that played either way. Maybe it's 50, 50, but for me, I mean, it's a hundred percent. I've not had that situation now, not to say that I wouldn't, or that I haven't been asked. The difference is, as I mentioned to you, Nine times out of 10, when a a couple reaches out, it's the guy, the husband particularly, who reaches out to me and says things like, you know, here's the scenario. Here's what I see in vision happening. You know, you are meeting my wife at the bar. I'm upstairs in the room waiting. You pick. It's like, no, 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 no. Look, I am not fucking performing. This is not a thing. (laughs) that And like you just referenced porn. Where the fuck do you think those ideas come from? You know, you want me to show up with a fucking tool belt and tell them there to fix their sink? I mean, is that like the next thing we're going <laughs> to oh fucking God, do? God, I
0: wish you would. No,
1: no, no, no. Look, I have no problem with a partner who wants to participate, but you have to be really fucking normal, right? You can't, <laughs> you know, you're not going to sit in a chair and dictate my every or choreograph my every fucking move. That's not a thing. Right. And I can understand why guys would be totally sideways behind that, you yeah, know, not be able to, you know, perform.
0: My point is, I think there is an ass for every seat in this there is. the hotway lifestyle. And I mean, obviously I told this guy, I gave him the, the story of how the majority of the time when I come out of a playroom or I'm at one of our parties and it's closer to the end of the night, the room is filled with men right? and their wives are off playing with other men. So it's in my opinion, at least in that environment, like at a hot wife event, it's pretty rare that the husband is sitting in the room.
1: I would say in our events anyway, because I can't really speak to many others. It's 10 percent of the guys that are partnered that play yeah along with their wives
0: yeah that are either doing mfms or are sitting there observing it's pretty rare very rare so i think that's just a misconception and obviously he was really happy to hear that but i thought that was worth sharing on here too because well like you just said single guys should have their own boundaries too if you know that you can't perform in front of people stop fucking trying to do that and instead find people that don't need the husband in the room
1: Exactly. There are people like that. I mean, we're like that. The The couples that I engage with, that, or at least with the gals that I engage with that are coupled, to this point has not been an issue for me. It's always been that kind of situation, more of an open relationship. Um, they play separately or you know, whatever the case may be, much like you and I do. And unless the, the husband wants to be involved, like they actually want to participate and play together, that's a very different thing, right? That, that's not the same as someone sitting across the room and just kind of barking orders at you, right? right? That That's a, that's not what we're talking about here. So, you know, for me, if you want to play, cool, and we like each other in this chemistry, no drama. But you are not going to, you know, like... It's, it's almost like the old school director with the big megaphone sitting in a chair. And, <laughs> and you know director yeah, chair, yeah. I, yeah, no, 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 no. Not not going down that road. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not not a trained monkey, and I'm not certainly not performing on camera and shit. It's just... Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Single guy tip of the week, I guess for me in that would be, you gotta have boundaries, stick to them. Don't be rude, but certainly, you know, like this poor guy, he thinks, oh man, this isn't for me because I can't perform in front of an audience. That's not. That's very normal.
0: Right. You know, and I don't think it's a hard sell either. No. Like I. I really do believe if you if you pulled everyone, it would be fifty fifty. That would be I my
1: guess, guess I guess that's fair. Like I said, for me, I, I have not had a, a lot of experiences with that, so uh, I'm sure it's probably right. Like everything else, right? It, it, there's you said it. My grandmother would be very proud of you. There's an ass for every seat, and <laughs> I
0: got that from you. I you got say that it all from my time. grandmother
1: a uh, hundred years ago as a little boy. The first time I ever heard it, it took me a couple of years to figure out what she meant. But yeah, that, I think you're right. There's a there is a space for everyone, and to pigeonhole people because we are oh, a hot wife couple or we're a couple Cold couple, that doesn't necessarily mean that's all they are. And and you can't dictate how someone's going to play based on that definition.
0: Right. Ask some questions, get some follow up questions going. Don't just assume something because they say they're a hot wife. Couple.
1: Well, and as a couple, honestly, be prepared to explain what that means to you, because a hot wife couple to us is not a hot wife couple to somebody else. Our our styles are very different. Right. Potentially. So, yeah, you got to just communicate. That's what it's all about.
0: So I am very excited to share today's story. And at the top of the episode, I said, you know, it's almost the play session that didn't happen. So I will explain exactly what that means and the sexy details as well, of course. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by your friends at Promescent. The holiday season is right around the corner, and may I recommend some amazing stocking stuffers from Promescent? For example, their massage oils. How happy would the loved one in your life be when they open up a stocking stuffer and it's a gift that you guys can share in the bedroom to help build some intimacy and have some fun? There's also things like their buzzing gel. I would love to receive that in my stocking because it's one of my absolute favorite Promescent products. I use it when I play solo or with a partner. It just kind of ups the ante a little bit during my play, makes things a little bit more intense, and I really, really enjoy it. I recommend it to friends all the time. Permesin also has things like top-of-the-line lubes and condoms. Maybe not something you want to open around the family. But if you're doing a private gift share between you and your partner or partners, I think those are great ways to go because those things can be expensive and they're needed, especially as we go into the new year. If you have some new exciting sexual experiences you want to have, pretty important to be stocked up on your condoms and lubes. You can find all of these products and many more by heading over to promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com to check out our favorite bedroom wellness products. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Dipsy. Research has shown that sex is way more mental than it is physical, especially for women. So you need more than just an amazing vibrator to get you where you want to be. If you dog-eared that one sexy chapter in a romance novel, or you have that particular scene in a movie that you always fantasize about, Dipsy can help you get there in a new way. With Dipsy, you can skip straight to the good parts, if you know what I mean. Dipsy is an amazing app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women and for women. I love Dipsy because there's always something new on there. I really want to explore my fantasies and I want to be able to envision different scenes. And I love that Dipsy has me covered because every single month they have new stories that they're releasing in the app. It's not all of the same stuff all of the time. So it keeps things fresh and interesting. And honestly, it's helped me tap into some brand new fantasies as well. If you want to try Dipsy free for an entire month, listeners of our show are receiving a special offer from Dipsy. Get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash FPS. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to Dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash FPS. Dipsystories.com slash FPS. Six months ago, I had never even heard of microdosing, and now it has literally changed my life, and that is not me being dramatic. Microdose gummies are amazing. I take them right before I go to bed, and for somebody that has suffered from insomnia for pretty much their entire life, this has been a game changer. I pop two microdose gummies right before I go to bed, and I sleep so soundly through the entire night. And the great thing about microdose gummies is that it's an entry-level amount of THC. I'm not somebody that necessarily wants to feel a high. I just want to experience all of the benefits from the small amount of THC. Like I said, better sleep for Brian, better recovery from the gym. And also I feel a lot more focused if I take a microdose gummy during the day. So if you want to check out this amazing product for yourself, I highly recommend it. You can find microdose gummies in stores across the country, or you can go to microdose.com. Check out all of their information there. And if you use our promo code FPS, you'll get free shipping and 30% off of your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com code FPS for 30% off and free shipping.
1: Fellas, do you sometimes lack the confidence in the bedroom that you need? We've all had those nights where you get too nervous and simply cannot perform. Nothing worse than wanting to put the stick shift in drive and you simply can't find the gear. Rex MD is FDA approved and the most trusted leader in men's telehealth. They have sponsored this episode to help you always be prepared. Rex MD has made it simple, easy, and cost effective to help all the men out there last longer and feel more confident in the bedroom. ED could very easily come in between a relationship, a date, or any type of encounter that would require you to be able to perform. I have personally used this product and I can tell you it is a lifesaver in situations just like that. Rex MD doesn't just have ED Medications either. RexMD's other medications help sexual health, hair growth, pain relief, and sleep aid. They're also here to make sure you save big. Did you know Viagra can cost $90 a pill? But RexMD has generic Viagra that's just as effective for as low as $2 a pill. It's not even a choice. Act now to take advantage of their best deal yet by heading to rexmd.com slash FPS. Our exclusive deal will save up to 90% off where you'll only pay $2 per dosage. Starter packs of generic Viagra or Cialis are now available for our listeners to get started. That's rexmd.com FPS for up to 90% off. Give the gift of pleasure this holiday season with RexMD.
0: So I gotta say... I think that as I've reflected more on this experience, I've realized something about myself that I don't necessarily like as a lifestyler. Okay. Which is I think I've become a little bit jaded. (laughs) What do you mean? I've become... I don't know. I guess in a lot of situations, I expect the worst is going to happen. So if something is a little bit negative in a situation, I like to, I tend to make it a bigger deal than it is.
1: Well, you know me, I'm a firm believer. Murphy gets his 20%. (laughs) If Murphy's law is anywhere in the area, he's going to get it.
0: Yeah, I know. But I don't want to be a fucking pessimist. That doesn't make experiences fun. And it certainly doesn't give people the benefit of the doubt either.
1: No, it's not necessarily that you don't, that, you know, knowing full well that if something can go wrong, it potentially will go wrong. You just have to let it roll off your shoulders. But well, This has happened many times to us.
0: Yeah. So this experience that we're going to talk about today, if you guys remember a couple episodes back when we were talking about my last club experience and the gentleman with the beautiful curved cock, that is this guy. And what I love is after our play session, a lot of times what will happen, especially if it's if it happens at the club or at an event, is I'll play with someone and then they'll give me their number and they're like, oh, I totally want to see you outside of the club because that's my preference, right? right? I like to be in my private space or in a private space. I like to just feel a little bit more comfortable. Like when you're in that club environment, there's so much going on. It's so hectic that it can be really, really difficult to just focus on the sexual energy. For sure. So my preference is always like, uh, you know, maybe we'll test it out. I'll give give you a test drive at the club. But I want to know if uh, I'm leasing the vehicle, if if they're going to make it a regular thing outside of that environment. And a lot of guys will be like, oh, that sounds great. Let's hang out. And then I never hear from them. Of course. But this guy was awesome because he literally texted me the day after that first club experience and was like, that was amazing. Thank you so much. I'd really like to hang out with you, maybe at your place sometime if that's still an option. And I was like, fuck, yeah, it is. Because I think the first time he and I were together, it was hot, but I'm not sure it was as hot as it possibly could have been.
1: I don't think it can be in situations like that, honestly. And maybe I'm just biased. I I firmly believe that. In my opinion, those experiences simply get better, obviously, once you get to know a person a little bit more and understand what it is that moves them. But also, like you said, the privacy aspect of it and the safety aspect of it. And yeah, I I just don't think it can compare.
0: Yeah. And I'm so fucking analytical, too. In that environment, I'm like, is someone listening from outside the door? Am I being too loud?
1: Yeah, well, you can hear everything.
0: Oh, exactly. So I'm, you know, I'm a a fucking screamer. I'm not a quiet woman in bed. So I'm like, am I disrupting things? Are people hearing me on the dance floor? (laughs) There's so many things just rattling around in my brain that make it almost impossible to really soak up the sexy fun.
1: Well, that's just it being able to shut everything off. Right. That comes down to being private and exclusive with someone in the moment and not having an audience.
0: Right. So anyway, we talked after the club and we continued to be in contact. I really like that this guy is very cerebral. He's very fun to talk to because he's intelligent and he has a lot of really interesting ideas about things. He's very artistic, which turns me the fuck on. So anyway, we made plans to meet because I was really impressed with him and I wanted to you know, have that second experience and see how it went. And I invited him over to, to our place and you left and gave us our private space. Yes. And he showed up at the door looking fabulous. He looked so good. He is he's a muscular man. He's kind of a smaller stature guy. Yeah. But he had this shirt on that was like showing off his freaking big arms. Pretty muscular. Oh, God, it was hot. So anyway, he walks in the door and immediately I can tell that the energy is a little off. Like, he just seems kind of sheepish and... Nervous. There was just this nervous energy there. And it made me nervous because I'm like, is he nervous because he's not sure he wants to do this? Or is he nervous because this is the first time he's playing like outside of a club environment? If so, that's a discussion we should have. I mean, there were just a lot of, I guess, kind of insecurities going on in my brain because that nervous energy was the first thing I felt when he walked in the door.
1: Well, I think this is good. I'm not 100% sure where you're going with this, but I, I tend to think that a lot of his trepidation or his nervousness, was based on some of the experiences that he's had previously with couples.
0: Right. He's had some negative experiences for sure, but I actually think from speaking to him that it's a lack of experience doing what we were doing.
1: Well, for sure. But he also wasn't 100 percent. He didn't know what I was going to be doing. Right. He was not sure if I was just going to show up, if at some point I was going to come in and start playing with you. Like he was really very confused by that.
0: Yeah. He is used to playing in club environments, period. So coming into somebody's home and their own space. I mean, I totally understand that nervousness. For sure. But it was weird because it it really threw me off. I and again, back to that whole being jaded thing, there were multiple times during this that I found myself being like, I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think we're going to make it into the bedroom. It was that level of kind of nervousness.
1: No, oh, that's interesting. Almost like first date yeah, you know, meeting the your date's parents kind of thing. Weird. It,
0: yes, yeah. exactly. Like, the, or like first date jitters. You know, when you right. like you meet someone and they're probably really freaking cool, but you don't know because they barely speak to you. They won't look you in the eye because they haven't been on a date in X number of years, and it's fucking awkward. Well,
1: and he also wants to be impressive, so he's nervous about looking like a fool, or making a fool of himself.
0: Yeah, and I guess what I meant at the beginning by saying that I have become jaded is I needed to be a lot more empathetic in that situation. I immediately jumped to like, oh we're not going to play because he doesn't want to right. versus actually having a conversation with him about it. So well, he
1: wouldn't be there if he didn't want to fuck.
0: I needed. <laughs> so. Right. But also how many guys just come over to fuck and they don't care if they're into you or not. You oh, absolutely. I
1: mean? Yeah. And, and we just talked about this. You and I just had this conversation this morning. There are places where that is completely 100 percent cool, but not in our situation. Right.
0: Well, not for me. I don't want to fuck someone who just wants to get his dick wet.
1: No, no. But there are those who simply don't care. Oh, sure. So that that may alleviate some of that pressure in a situation like this, like a club, right? Ah, We're at the club. Whatever happens, happens. Well, now this is like three dimensional. We're in the real world. We're going to somebody else's home and I want to be impressive and I want to make sure that I don't look like an idiot and say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. I can understand why that would be a little. No, there's some pressure there.
0: So I poured him a drink and I was like, maybe if we can just talk for a little bit and things will kind of loosen up a little bit. And they kind of did. But again, I found myself multiple times questioning how interested he was in this whole thing, because it. it I guess for me also, it was such a contrast from our digital conversations, right? Right. Like we had talked about art and music and sex and relationships and then to like be in front of him and we're barely speaking and it's fucking awkward. And I'm like, oh my God, wow. Well, how am I going to salvage this? Did
1: you at any point say, hey, you, you seem really nervous. Are you OK?
0: I did. And he was like, no, 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 I'm all good. And I'm like, OK. It doesn't <laughs> seem like you're all good. It seems like something's going on. Right. But it. what was really funny is finally I was like, listen, we've had a drink. We've had some time to chat. It seems like you're a little bit tightly wound. If you just want to talk and not play, I am totally okay with that. And he was like, no, 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 I really, really want to play. He's like, you know, this is just a little bit new for me. And that's when we finally had the conversation about why he was nervous. And then I felt like a total fucking asshole because as an experienced person in the lifestyle that's done a lot of different shit, I sometimes forget that other people haven't had the same experiences that I've had.
1: Well, yeah, you're assuming that you've got an attractive, single dude here who if you see him at the club and see how he interacts with people and behaves seems relatively seasoned and and you know very comfortable in that environment but as it turns out he's fine there for the most part but he doesn't have a lot of the experiences on the outside of the club like you said that one-on-one and someone else's home kind of thing and so yeah you've got to give a little bit of grace to somebody that's in that situation for sure also we all assume right ah, he's a single guy he's a dude he's gonna be okay yeah. right he's not gonna be nervous bullshit yeah the guys are nervous
0: I mean, and sometimes guys also need empathy. They need us to be understanding of the situation that they're in. So, I mean, it was just a really good reminder for me more so than anything, because I do feel, especially lately, I've been dealing with a lot of assholes (laughs) and I've been very short and curt with them. And then when I'm kind of the same way with people in the real world and then a situation like this happens, it's like, wow, I really need to take a step back and take some ownership of these situations. No doubt. I need to be significantly better to the people that I'm playing with. And not that I'm ever purposefully a bitch, but just having a higher level of emotional intelligence in those situations.
1: Well, here's the other part of this that I think is, is lost on some people, particularly the single guys, right? Because, again, they're not going home to a partner necessarily. Now, in some cases, I guess they do if they play solo like I do. But for the most part, this particular man, for example, is a single man. He's not going home to reconnect with someone. Part of what you're feeling, and a lot of people do, is particularly the the, the gals that are, you know, the hot wives that are playing. I want to get this on. I want it to be hot. I want to get going because my partner is going to come home at some point And I want that reconnection. Right. Right. So you're, you've got that working in your mind, which is just driving you forward and wanting to make it happen quicker. And let's not, you know, fuck around. Got the drink. Uh, we chatted. Go get your clothes off, right? Because <laughs> you want I, you want to fuck. I know you. Well, and yeah. as soon as I come home, you want to get it on.
0: I am ridiculously impatient. Yes. And that was what was happening in this situation. I mean, he's sitting there sipping his drink, and he's still kind of feeling a little off. And in my head, I'm like, come on, bro. Instead of thinking, like, what does this person need in order to feel comfortable and safe and in a sexual headspace? Right. So I just need to be better about that. And yeah. I think that's a really important thing because, I mean, of course, we all love to shit on the single guys and we do our single guy tip of the week. But at the end of the day, these are fucking human beings and they deserve a high level of respect.
1: Well, there's also components to being the the solo or single guy, quote unquote, in these situations because you have a lot to consider. For example, for me, when I play with either Susan or Jade, right, they're single women, I'm not having to worry about getting out of the house as quickly as possible when I'm at their place because their partner's coming home and they want that reconnect. In fact, it's very different. They like to chat afterwards and cuddle a little bit and all those things. So now you've got a guy who's coming to a home of a partnered woman who has to juggle his nervousness, his fears, his insecurities, has to make sure that everything is copacetic on your part, that all things are consensual, play, be impressive, and then he has to balance, okay, how quickly do I get the fuck out of here because I know her partner's going to want to come home and have sex with her. I don't want to be rude and leave right away, but I also don't want to linger. Right. Right? There's so much shit you have to think about.
0: Yeah, and he's fairly new to all of this. Right. So, I mean, all of that together, yeah, I can totally understand the anxiety. No doubt. And so anyway, it was, I wanted to throw that out there because I wanted to be real about that. I really did take responsibility for that. I apologized to him when we were having the conversation. Again, not because I had been shitty to him, but more so, like, I didn't want him to feel like I was rushing things along or that I wasn't taking his feelings into consideration. Right. And so it was amazing because as soon as we had that conversation, we had this very, like, human moment with each other. Sure. We're sitting on the couch. I'm kind of touching his leg. He He's touching my leg. So we have physical contact now happening, but also a a true mental connection. I wanted him to know I give a shit about you just because we're only having sex doesn't mean that I don't care about you as a person. Yeah, of course. And so it was so funny how us both being vulnerable with each other in that moment completely shifted the energy. I mean, it went from, again, me going, I don't know if this is going to fucking happen. I don't even know if I want to do it at this point to wow, I really fucking like this person being in my space and now I really want to have sex with them, but only if they're cool with
1: me. Well, it. <laughs> that, yeah, but that's also part of your mentality. You always get in your own head, right? It's like, oh, I don't, he doesn't want to do this because he's nervous. So then now I don't want to do it and I feel insecure. That You do that a lot.
0: Oh, 100%. Well, and it's also a thing of, I like to feel desired. That's a really, really big deal for for me. And I mistook his nervousness for a lack of desire for me. And that wasn't the case.
1: Yeah. Well, especially someone like you, even me, I'm, I'm, you know, me, I'm the same way. If I don't think you're into me, I'm out. Like, right. And I'm in my own head about it. But it's my insecurities, not yours.
0: Exactly. I was projecting my own shit onto him, and that's yeah. also not fucking fair.
1: No, 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 not at all. But it is one of those things that, I mean, certainly you and I have to work on it because it's just part of our DNA. I think at this point it is for me. But yeah, the last thing I want to do is go through... That's, that's the biggest thing for me. I don't know about this gentleman or anybody else. The last thing I want to do is participate in play with a gal, particularly a partnered gal Simply because she just wants to have an experience so she can share it with her husband. But she's not really into me. You right, know what I mean? That, right. Absolutely, fucking do not want to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because then you're basically a sex toy for them. <laughs> well, it's,
1: and it's also, I, I, it makes me feel like I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing.
0: Yeah. You know, I and that.
1: I don't want to feel that way.
0: So it was wonderful. Like I said, we just kind of like broke through. And it was so funny how once we opened up to each other, everything just shifted. I mean, he started touching me more. And I asked him, like, do you want to continue to talk? Or would you like to go into the bedroom? And he's like, I think I'd like to go into the bedroom. And I was like, okay, perfect. So I had lingerie under my clothes. He walks into the bedroom with me. I start stripping off my clothes to reveal this little black and red lace teddy number. It makes me feel very sexy. So I was in that and he kept remarking on how pretty I was and how like nice he thinks my body is. And that's when I was like, okay, now we're moving in the right direction. Now we have freaking gas in the tank and we're going here. Well, because
1: you were being complimented, which is, always a plus for you. A
0: thousand percent. But I also felt like it was a different level of confidence from him. Right. Because that guy would never have if we had just gone straight to the bedroom when he walked in, he never would have been like, oh, my God, I love your ass and I love your curves. And those things wouldn't have been coming out of his mouth. Again, it was because we allowed ourselves to kind of connect and get more comfortable with each other that I think he was able to say those things. And that was a huge turn on for me. Right. So we kind of start touching on each other and he starts taking off his clothes. He takes off this shirt that he's wearing. I knew that this man was built from the first time we were together, but honestly, we were in a very, very dark room Yes, that first time we were together in the club. And so I could see that he was fit, but I had no fucking idea. This man has the most insane body I think I've ever seen on a man. I mean, he has like a fucking 12 pack. It's crazy.
1: Well, I mean, again, you think about the... environment, right, of a club and how that changes your perception of things. You don't appreciate all the details of anything.
0: Exactly. You lose the nuances. So again, I mean, just this mental image. He's literally taking off his shirt, starting to reveal these amazing abs. I start giggling and he's like, what are you laughing at? And I was like, I had no idea you were in that good a shape. And he's like, well, thank you. And so again, just another chance for us to connect and be kind of silly and fun with each other. And then we start kissing by the end of the bed. He's An amazing kisser. And he tasted good. I don't know what he was... I mean, he had had a drink at our place, but it tasted sweet. Like he was eating candy on the way to the house or something. Yeah, probably. Which I kind of loved. It was like, oh fun little treat. So we're kissing on each other. And again, I can feel us getting more and more comfortable with each other. Like there was one point when I started to run my hands up and down his back and he's making all of these amazing kind of moaning noises like, "Mm, oh, that feels good. And then he starts kind of doing it to me on my shoulders and on my chest a little bit. And I'm like, oh, that feels so good. And then there was one moment that I knew this is the moment that I knew this was going to be fucking hot and we had totally overcome everything that had happened when he first got there. We're making out with each other and he kind of very lightly places a hand around the back of my neck and then kind of cups it. So it's almost like he has most of my neck in a hand. Right. And I'm like, squeeze down a little bit. And he starts making out with me and very lightly choking me at the same time, and I was like, "Fuck yes, okay, now we are fucking golden. The green lights are going, and everything's fucking perfect."
1: <laughs> yeah, as soon as it's you so get a...
0: funny, how that changes so quickly.
1: As soon as a hand gets around your throat, everything changes.
0: Well, yeah, because it's confident. I mean, it's clear that he's picking up on my cues. I mean, obviously, I gave him a verbal cue in that situation, but I don't think he would have done it had the energy not been right.
1: Well, he also knows at that point, okay, there's a. I can there's a little bit more to this. Like, I don't I don't just need to be concerned about being too rough or too gentle or whatever. I can play a little bit here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So then he's like, I really want to lick your pussy. And I'm like, okay. So I had two clasps keeping my teddy together. I undo the clasps and I lay back on the bed and he gets in between my legs and tells me that I have a pretty pussy, which I fucking love hearing. I love when somebody says that my pussy looks pretty.
1: Well, yeah. Why, yeah, why wouldn't you? Of well, course.
0: I don't know. I mean, some guys don't say that. And I just feel like more guys should say that. If you think it's aesthetically pleasing, I would love to know that because women are fucking weird about their pussies, okay? No,
1: there's no question. Just like guys are weird about their cocks, it's the same thing.
0: Yeah, So well, I, but I always compliment a nice cock. And I feel like guys need to do it more to women. Just yeah, saying. That's fair. So anyway, he is <laughs> licking on my p- pussy and he's swirling his tongue around my clit and I'm making all sorts of noises. And there was one point where his hands were kind of creeping up my sides. So I pulled my teddy down to reveal my tits and he globs onto them, literally both hands on my tits while he is eating my pussy. He starts massaging my tits and playing with my nipples and I'm telling him to go harder. So he is. And at the same time, he's kind of picking up the pace with his mouth. I mean, this is a man who, while not super experienced in this particular environment, in this particular situation, clearly incredibly sexually experienced because he knew exactly how to get me where I wanted to go.
1: Well, yeah, simply because it's a, a new environment for him or a new arena uh, does not... You know, that's the beauty of this, right? Once someone becomes comfortable, if they have a sexual IQ all of the other bullshit becomes irrelevant, Yeah. right? It just comes to the surface.
0: Absolutely. So he's playing with my tits. I'm telling him to squeeze harder. When I did finally have my first orgasm with him going down on me, he started pinching my nipples hard and it was fucking amazing. There is nothing better than having that extra sensation right as you're about to come. It just totally pushes you over the edge.
1: Yeah, I Got a couple of play partners who are the same way.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. But fortunate for one of them, she can come just from that, which I'm still very jealous of. (laughs) Yes, she can. (laughs) So anyway, I'm then, of course, like, I want to return the favor. So he lays down. He had still had boxer briefs on up to this point. Oh, really? He takes his boxer briefs off, revealing his cock. And I fucking love it. It has this perfect curve to it. It's nice and big. It's thick, but it's not overwhelmingly so. So I love that type of cock because it's, you know, it's enough for a size queen like me, but I also know we can do pretty much every position without me being in pain.
1: Right. It's not going to cause any fucking internal damage.
0: Yeah, there's some versatility there. we're going to be able to do some fun shit together because the cock is the size that it is, which I love. So I start sucking it and I tell him how beautiful his cock is and he's beaming down at me and saying, thank you. And I'm swirling my tongue all over the head. I'm deep throating it. It was so funny how He loved deep throating because every time I would like really sink my mouth deep onto his cock and look up at him, he would have this beaming smile on his face and almost make this like guttural in the back of his throat noise. It was so cute. It was like charming. I fucking loved it. So then, of course, I wanted to deep throat it all the fucking time.
1: Yeah, there's nothing better than your partner, again, enjoying satisfying you orally and really getting into it or doing whatever they're doing and really fucking enjoying doing it looking down. It's just amazing.
0: Yeah, and I also really loved that he was making a lot of eye contact with me. I would kind of close my eyes for a second and really just focus on this blow job and putting in my best fucking work, but then I'd pull my head up and look at him and he was staring directly into my eyes. It felt confident, it felt sexy, it felt connecting. I mean, it was just great. So that went on for quite a while. I was kind of playing with his balls a little bit while I was deep throating him at one point, and he seemed to really enjoy that. So I kinda of licked on his balls a little bit, and finally he's like, I really need to fuck you. And I was like perfect. So he goes and grabs a condom, puts it on, and he's like, How do you want me? And so immediately I get onto all fours, turn around, and you know, basically present my fucking ass. Of course, <laughs> and I bend down. I love the whole, you know, getting at that ninety degree angle. So putting my elbows on the bed, ass up in the air. He enters me, and even though I was so turned on by this whole thing because of the curve of his cock and the size of it, it took some finagling to have him get inside of me at first. You no,
1: know, I'm sure. Regardless of how wet you get, I mean, you're still super fucking tight.
0: Yes. So, and he's kind of grabbing onto my hips at one point. And And I'm like, grab me harder. So he really starts squeezing on my ass cheeks as he's going inside of me. And once we kind of get a rhythm going, of course, the slut that I am, I'm like, fucking pound me. So he starts really just ramming me from the back, still grabbing onto my ass. And he asked if he could spank me. And I was like, fuck yes, you can spank me.
1: Yeah, that's a spankable ass. Everyone asks.
0: (laughs) And what I really loved was I felt like he matched the tempo and the tone of the play session so perfectly. like one of the things, listen, I understand starting slow and building up, but if you're fucking ramming me and I'm talking dirty to you and then I'm like, spank me and you like, give me this little baby swat, yeah. <laughs> it kind of throws off the entire thing.
1: Yeah, you've got to, you really do have to keep the same energy when you're doing that
0: percent. I mean, if we're going hard and then you're like, whack. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, come on, bro. Yeah, do better. Totally takes me out of the moment. He did not. He really kind of gave me a little bit of a wallop. I mean, it wasn't as hard as I like it, of course.
1: <laughs> well, it's good on his part that he didn't do that. No, obviously.
0: it was a good build up for sure, but I kept telling him harder and harder and like go on the other side and it was so funny because I felt like I was almost like topping from the bottom. Yeah. I was telling him exactly what to do to me and he was doing it, yet he was being the the aggressive one. Right. Right, It was fucking hot. It's very rare that I get to kind of play in that sphere with people, because usually if you're a super aggressive guy, you want to be in control. Right. And this is a guy who clearly has some different talents and some different skills. He can take my direction, but also be the one that physically is in control.
1: Well, taking control is all about allowing the the person who is seemingly not in control to be in control. Right. I mean, that's really what it's all about. I'm controlling what I think is a situation, but I'm doing so based on the direction of the person I'm with, whether it's verbal or not. I'm reading cues. So even if it's just a physical cue, I'm reading it and I'm playing based on that cue. So theoretically, you're in control, but you're in control because of what you're reading off the other person.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, no, I was really the one in control, though. That's what was hot about it to me. Okay. <laughs> it was hot because I was the one dictating policy and pace. I was deciding exactly what happened to me, and he was executing. And it was very hot for him to be able to do that because, again, there's not a lot of guys that are able to really do that. And I was very impressed by that. So, again, he's spanking me, he's fucking me from behind. There's another point. I had my hair kind of in a little pigtail because my hair was getting all over the place. Right. And I asked him to grab it and yank it, and he he grabbed it and yanked it and then grabbed my throat with the other hand and was basically using that to push himself inside of
1: me. Yeah, getting some leverage. Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. It was hot. And again, think about the contrast. Him choking me, pulling my hair, spanking my ass when literally a half hour before, I wasn't even sure that he was going to have the confidence to fuck me at all.
1: Well, that's just those are the best times, right? It's, the, it's what you don't expect. You, you didn't see that coming. There's Absolutely no way.
0: Absolutely not. I had no fucking idea. And it was so amazing because of that. It was like yeah. this giant surprise that I got to open in the bedroom with him. Yeah. And so anyway, I mean, it was rough. Then he, he literally pulls out of me, grabs my ankles and basically flips me over on the bed. Yeah. Also super fucking hot. And then he gets on top of me and he enters me and he's grabbing onto my tits while he's fucking me. And we're talking dirty to each other. I'm telling him how sexy he looks while he's pounding me and he's like, oh, you should see your tits right now. They're bouncing all over the place. And I'm like, I know I can feel it. I mean, it was just rough. It was intense. It was fucking hot. I I don't know how else to describe it. It was just... I got lost in it. I got completely lost. I mean, there were probably a good five minutes of this session that I don't remember at all. I know he was on top of me, but I was coming so hard. I think I came three times in five minutes. I mean, I basically felt like I was just going to fucking pass out.
1: Well, and that's just it. You can never, you know, you never really know until you are in a situation like that, right? Like you meet the guy, you have a session with him at a club. Then when you finally do get in front of him privately, there's a little trepidation. You're not sure if it's actually going to happen. You don't know if you want it to happen because it seems like he's not into you. And then before you know it, it turns into this fucking, you know, mind blowing session that you had. You just did not see coming.
0: Yeah. So then he pulls out of me. He tells me he wants me turned over again. So I get back on all fours, put my ass back up in the air. And I think he's going to enter me again. But he starts eating me out from behind. And when I say eating me out, I mean devouring my fucking pussy, licking on my ass he's like spreading me apart so he can really get in there I mean it was dirty it was raunchy it was so fucking hot and then he enters me again starts fucking me again and I can tell he's about to come because he has his hands on my ass and they're literally shaking and I'm like oh my god that's so fucking hot I love when somebody's body gives them away before it happens because that's when you know it's going to be fucking intense for them yeah that's a tell so (laughs) he's shaking and I'm like are you gonna come and he's like yes i'm about to come and i'm like yes come for me and he has this crazy orgasm he let out a noise i've never even heard a person make before
1: well he found his groove no <laughs> doubt about it It
0: was so crazy and it was so fucking hot and and then he kind of just collapsed on me and he pulls out for me and we're laying on the bed together and we both just burst out laughing and i'm like i know why i'm laughing why are you laughing right now and he's like i was not expecting that and i'm like that makes two of us yeah clearly because i mean the whole it didn't start the best so for this to be the outcome i mean again it was just this amazing surprise and i think for me it was proof that something that i've said so many times is true When you have sex with somebody and you both allow yourselves to let go, you get to see a side of A person that you would never normally see. You would never see this side of them if you were just hanging out with them in a vanilla environment, even if they were a good friend. I feel like I get to see behind the curtain and see a part of people that very, very few people ever get to see.
1: Well, there's there's no question that we have the opportunity to do that, as do a lot of people in the space get to see people that they're most vulnerable, certainly in a lot of cases, and just in their natural state where they're the most at ease. And just being themselves, particularly sexually, it, it's it,
0: real. That's yeah. what happens. The real you really does come out in those moments because if you allow yourself to strip all of the shit that you. You know, the ways that you hide yourself from the world, if you will, and you just get to strip all of that away and enjoy this incredibly sensual, sexual, hot moment with someone and let all of the shit fly. I mean, it's just it's so fucking sexy. And again, to me, because it was as good as it was, it was this reminder of I almost didn't give this man a chance.
1: Yeah. When it's when it's genuinely that much of a connection there's nothing quite like it. That's kind of why I say all the time, you just don't know until you've gotten to know someone a little bit. And had you not invited him over or, or, you know, or he didn't reach out to you and you guys didn't put this together, you would never have had this experience. And it would have simply been potentially maybe you playing with him again at the club or something. But there's no way you would have gotten this type of experience were it not in this environment.
0: I also wouldn't have received this type of experience if we had not had that conversation and been open with each other. Right. And I think that's, why it's so important to be vulnerable with people. It's so important also to remember to be empathetic towards people. I know I said that earlier, but I mean, it was just such a reminder for me that getting bogged down in the lifestyle and not giving people the benefit of the doubt is a fucking detriment. I can't do that anymore. And this is proof positive of that concept.
1: No question. There has to be a little bit of uh, grace given in situations like that, whether it's you know a couple or a single gal or a single guy. Yeah, you've got to be a little bit more understanding of what people's situations are.
0: Yeah, and that's tough because we are experienced and we do this a lot and we deal with a lot of people. And I think it's really important to keep in mind that everyone has their individual shit. You can't put everyone in the same box. You can't put all the single guys in the same box. You can't put all the couples in the same box. People have their own different experiences, insecurities, concerns, worries, all of that shit. And being mindful of that is really, really important. And it's, it's a reminder too, that it's not just the responsibility of one party, right? Like a lot of times couples like to paint it as, well, the guys need to do X, Y, Z because they're the single guys and we're the couple. And it's like, well, that's incredibly unfair.
1: Yeah. if, If before you start pointing out other people's flaws, you better get in touch with your own, you know, and get, you know, they have insecurities just like you do. And just to discount them isn't, Is not going to work.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, just a PSA reminder that if you give people the benefit of the doubt once in a while, it may result in some really fucking hot rough, aggressive, sexy shit. And that's exactly what happened in this situation. And I loved it. I absolutely want to play with this guy again. He is coming to our party. But honestly, I would rather play with him separate again.
1: Well, that's just it, right? I mean, now it's kind of ruined. Not that it's ruined. I mean, I'm sure if he's, if you guys are horned up enough, you'll be banging at the club, but (laughs) it's preferred that you play privately and, you know, away from all the chaos of a, of a, you know, lifestyle club.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was much, much better. So that is my story this week. Like I said, this play session that almost didn't happen and I would have sincerely missed out. So we Whoa. are going to be talking a little bit more about this on the bonus episode this week as well as some behind the scenes of things we have going on that you're not going to hear about unless you're a Patreon member. So make sure you head on over to patreon.com slash Front Porch Swingers to join us to listen to that bonus episode. Uh, we're also probably going to do a Sex on Your Terms again very soon. We have a lot of other bonus content available there as a thank you for sponsoring the show. Again, that's Patreon patreon.com slash front porch swingers. If you want to know what I'm up to on Wednesday, the people on my OnlyFans are going to hear about it before anyone else does. And trust me when I tell you, it's going to be fucking hot. There's also a lot of other really fun content already available over there at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. If you want to see Brian in his naked glory, trust me, you should because he's hot, go to OnlyFans.com slash Buy-Zaddy. And if you want to see our upcoming events, make sure that you apply for membership ASAP, especially if you cho- if you plan to join us for the Valentine's Day event at the Swan Mansion, the Sweethearts Ball, because we only have passes left for the events. There are no rooms left, and the passes are also going to go quick. So head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com to get signed up for that. And then, of course, we have our Phoenix Takeover, the Real Hot Wives of Phoenix, happening April 13th through the 16th. And again, members.frontporchswingers.com for all of the information on that takeover, What am I missing?
1: Uh, You got a whole lot. When there's a lot more coming up, we've both had some really naughty shit happening the past couple of weeks. I have played with both of my play partners. You have had a little bit of more naughtiness that we'll talk about probably uh, coming pretty soon. Another guy you met at at the club that worked out really well. Sure did. Uh, All kinds of crazy shit. Stay tuned.
0: Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening.
1: Thanks, everybody.